um, as long as Africa vibed with it, we were okay. As long as Nigeria vibed with it, like that was that meant the world to us. Like we weren't really thinking after that, because like we couldn't really see it in a way. Tap in with T T Torres. Tap in with T T Torres. Tap in with T T Torres. Hot 97, number one for hip-hop. It's TT. Got my special guests in the building today. Introduce yourself yes. to everybody. Yes, it's P to the H to the double E-L-Z. This is Phils, Mr. Finesse, Mr. Electricity, and it feels good to be here. I, I like your name, by the way. Oh, it's yeah? just so, like, smooth, and, like, it goes with your whole vibe. Yes. Like, you can feel the vibes, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, was that intentionally done, your name? How did you come, how did you pick that name? I think it was intentionally done, but I don't think I did it. I think like the universe did it because <laughs> that name came from my chemistry teacher really? <laughs> in school. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Because so, I was so. So what kind of student were you for them to say this um, is going to be your name? This is what I'm calling you. I was a science student, so I was I was his favorite um, chemistry student, uh-huh. and um, but then in school I would always like do music and write poems and like you know i I wrote poems for my seniors in school that was how i made lunch money to like you know do it yeah yeah so they would pay you to write poems poems for their you know for their girlfriends and the the girl they're trying to like talk to (laughs) so (laughs) So it was like a real business for you yeah it was a real venture for sure (laughs) uh and like all that like combined with like you know me talking to my chemistry teacher about uh, you know how i felt and like you know just talk just being human you get me and then like he just he just started calling me feel 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 interesting i like that so you're smart you're good at chemistry time to time so you could have been like a chemist find a cure for AIDS or the cure for cancer or something like that? For sure, for sure. Wow. Do you still kind of dabble into that world? Um, not anymore because like, you know, I found a better way to like, you know, express myself. Like, Uh uh, you know, um, music just took over. Yeah. And, you know, that was all that, you know, had my focus. Was chemistry your favorite subject in school? Um... No, it was further mathematics, actually. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you're was, super smart. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was, I was a geek in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I find that very interesting. Uh, but you decided to, to move along to music. Was yeah. your parents happy about that? Oh, no, not at first. But I mean, when, when the checks started rolling in, you know... <laughs> But yeah, man, like, because like African parents, like it's it's one of three jobs. It's be a doctor, be an engineer, be a lawyer. And like, you know, from the jump, I already knew like since I was five that I wanted to do music for the rest of my life. Um, But yeah, my parents didn't take that well at all. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was. So it was, how did you have to convince them? Like um, when you decided to like pursue music, did you have to convince them? Like, let me follow this passion? Um. At first, I had to, but like this is where I believe in the universe so much because, mm-hmm. like, my dad all of a sudden just said he dreamt and he, and some people told him to let me go that they are going to watch over me, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> 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 but yeah, because because uh, my dad like you know he sees visions and he dreams dreams like yeah. he has that gift of like you know tapping into that world and that realm and like you know he he just woke up one day and was like, don't worry, we're going to let you go. But just make sure you remember the son of who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, all, all that, you know, father-son talk. And I was just 12. Yeah. 
12. Yeah, wow. at this point. But like, you know, he let me go into the streets and pursue my music, you know. I got into a couple of studios and started I was learning. I say, did you start going in the studios at 12 years old? Yeah, I got my first internship at 12. It was, um, it was a huge record label called Coded Tunes in um, Nigeria. Um, by uh, one of the biggest legends in the music production industry. Um, his name is I.D. Kabasa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like that was who I interned on and then started, you know, learning the ropes because before that I had, you know, taught myself how to play the keys, how to play the drums, wow. a little bit of the flute and the piccolo and the saxophone and, all, and the guitar and all that, like, wow. you know, but like, you know, that internship really like launched me into like the full you know, music producer, songwriter vibe, and yeah. Yeah. So how important was it for you to have your parents' approval? Would you, and would you have done it if they didn't give it to you? Yes. Yeah. To be very honest, at that point, I was just, it was all about the music and I was really stubborn about it. So I would have done it if they didn't approve. I would have like run out of the house or something wild <laughs> like that. <laughs> but yeah, because it was the music, man. Like the music had me in a chokehold from early. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So you had this internship and you you are very, very well known for your writing and your producing. Um, but I guess that comes from learning the art of music, right? Yeah. And learn and self-teaching yourself how to play these instruments because I don't know many artists who know how to play multiple instruments like you do. That's really a talented gift. Oh, thank you. So did you fall in love with the art of writing and making music first before stepping in front of the camera and being a full-fledged artist? Um, so I'd, I'd wanted to be in front of the camera, but I was too shy back then. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I would like write songs and like write for other artists. And, and fun fact, the, the, the main reason why I started producing was so I could make beats for the songs that I had written as like a child. Mm-hmm. So like I was an artist first. I was just too shy to be in front of the camera growing up. So I would just write songs for other artists and just, you know. Wow. Just Who was the first? I know you worked with Tia Savage and some of these big, big Afrobeat artists, but who was the first person that you actually sat down and written a record for and was like, oh my God, like this is this is exactly where I'm supposed to be? Um, that would be um there's an artist called Olamide. He's uh-huh. a rapper yes. in uh, in Nigeria. Yeah, I made I made my first hit with, with him when I was sixteen years old. Um yeah, it's a song called First of All and it was it was an instant hit and like that just that just you know told me that you're like you're doing something right like you're really good at this and the world needs to hear you out wow yeah it's interesting did you think back then that afrobeats would have exploded the way it has in the american market no not at all cuz yeah. cuz back then like you know like we are, we were self sufficient like um, as long as Africa vibed with it, we were okay. As long as Nigeria vibed with it, like that was that meant the world to us. Like we, were, we weren't really thinking after that, yeah. Because like we couldn't really see it in a way. Yeah, you didn't think that the world would embrace your culture as as it has. Yeah, because we, we didn't really think about that, and to be honest, we didn't really care because we were just doing our thing and we're like expressing our art the way we know how to, and that was that was the yeah. most important thing. Yeah, it's such a vibe, though. It, you know. Yes. You, the culture, and I've never been to Nigeria. It's on my bucket list to go. I yeah, really, we need, we need really want to go. We need to fix that I for really sure. want to go. I've been saying that for a very long time. But it's like when you listen to the music, you're engulfed in this vibe, this essence, this like feeling. It's just, in, in, it's like intriguing. It's alluring. It's Bats. just, you lose yourself in it. It's a Bats. beautiful, it's a beautiful sound. It's a beautiful culture. Yeah, you know? but it's not a sound really. It's a spirit. 
It's a spirit. Yeah, that's what Afro beat is. It's the Afro spirit. So like when you hear the sound, like that gives you a sneak peek into the world of the Afro spirit. And that's what you feel. Mm. That's why it feels so good and it just no pun intended. But <laughs> 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 well, that's why it feels so good and it just you just want to groove and you just want to dance because you know that's like a sneak peek into the Afro spirit. Now imagine when you come to Nigeria and you eat the food and you like you know see like the streets and like yeah. I mean it's it's some part of it is not pretty but like it's you can love it like it has its own beauty like and its yeah. own love and its own energy and if you key into that then you understand fully what afrobeat is and like what the sound represents yeah speak to me a little bit more about the afro spirits like how do you connect with that first you have to be you have to be on ground for like a bit like just just come home and see notice yeah. how i call it home yeah yeah just come home and see you know eat the food talk to the people yeah. like go to the clubs yeah. And understand like how we thrive and how we hustle and see the problems and see how we like navigate through all that. Like, because mm. there's a lot happening back home, but if there's one thing you can be sure of for every single Nigerian is we would find joy no matter what. And it's not in like drugs or anything crazy. It's the music, it's the art, it's, it's ourselves, the the it's the love of the people, it's happiness. Love of like, each other. Exactly. My friends just came, um, I'm not sure if they were in Nigeria, but they were in Africa for a festival that Chance the Rapper did. And um, a couple of my friends said the experience was like so amazing. Like when they would watch soccer, they would put the TV outside Outside. so the whole neighborhood can watch the The viewing center. Yeah. Yeah. So I found that just to be so amazing how they, that the culture is we look out for each other. Yes. You know? I know everybody probably isn't like that, but that's just the sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's like it, bro. The Afro spirits, it's... When you going to invite me, man? I no, need an invitation. No, we need to invitation. fix that. We need I, to I fix that for sure. <laughs> I see performing. I need an invitation uh, over yeah, there. Yeah, we're going to make sure we fix yeah. that for sure. So, I got you. So tell me, what's next for you? I mean, you had this explosive record. Um, did you think it was going to be this big? To be honest, nah, man. Like, <laughs> to be very honest, like, cause, cause I don't like, you know, like I'm, I'm that kind of artist that likes being human. And you're very humble too. I, I mean, I get like, that. this is just who I am. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> trying to be someone else. Um, but yeah, like, I, I never thought it would. I just knew it was a dope song. Yeah. And like, you know, it was an amazing record. And I just posted a video online, and the rest was like I said again, the universe and the fans and God, like. It was just mind blowing. I'm still trying to like understand what happened because yeah. it, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you produce that yourself? Oh no, I co-produced it with my intern. Wow. Yeah. Is how crazy that is? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So like, I I met him and you know he started interning with me and I started like showing him the ropes and teaching him and like and then he just started the finesse beat mm-hmm. and I heard that and I'm like okay, you're growing up now. Yeah. Yeah, so I added, you know, a little bit of the feels touch, you know, wrote the song. And and fun fact, the day I finished recording the song was the same day I posted the video that trended all over social media. Wow. That same night. Wow. Crazy. Wow, that's amazing. How do you write your songs? Do you start with the hook first or do you start with the verses? Or it's just basically how you feel the music? It's, it's organized chaos. It, it's, <laughs> every, <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> It's everywhere, man. Sometimes it starts with a chorus. Sometimes it starts with just melody. Because sometimes I just want to close my eyes and just let that energy out without lyrics. Just the melodies, just the vibe. And then I add 
the lyrics in there after and that was how I recorded finesse. Wow. So like it just I started from there. And like I did all the melodies and then I added wow. the lyrics to it. And yeah. How has life changed for you since you put that record out? Wow. First of all, it's a lot more flights. <laughs> it's a whole, less sleep. You're yeah, not getting a lot of sleep, sleep for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't trade this for anything. Um, just like the beauty of seeing the fan on stage losing their minds, and yeah. I'm losing my mind on stage as well. And we're just sharing energy and like you know sitting you know uh, at the radio station and talking to you and like having interviews and having like a space to express myself um this is no longer that shy kid that you know yeah. that uh, back then but like man it's just a blessing i don't take for granted man and you know it's good to be here and um, i'm gonna stay here for oh, wow. as long as possible for yeah. sure yeah. it's interesting i was reading an article about you on billboard and steve-o um flew he heard the record and he yeah. flew immediately to sign you steve-o, shout out shout, to steve-o. That's, so me him and um young sav came in the game together. It's so interesting. Wow. I used to go to, when they were mix show people, doing mix show promotions, I used to go to the Def Jam artists, just uh, Def Jam building, just to hang out with them. Wow. And like, I used to always tell them, even like when we were all hustling, just getting into this game, I used to say, you you, and, and um, Sav are going to be the biggest executives in the game. Wow, that's amazing. Because their ear for music, they always had this great ear for music and I used to be like y'all gonna be the I'm gonna be the biggest radio personality you guys are gonna be the biggest executives in the game so when I read the article that he flew right out to Paris yes. to come sign you after hearing the record I was like wow he knew right there that yeah. he was the one yeah shout out to Steve man he's an amazing guy and like when, when he flew like he, he wasn't in any condition to fly actually because I, I think he broke his leg or something yeah. so he was limping <laughs> to the meeting I'm like who's this guy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Wow. Interesting. So the vibe was just right. He was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this deal. For sure. It felt like home. So like, yeah. Yeah. And that's very important for me. Like I need a space to feel safe. And like, it felt like that. So. And to be yourself, right? And to to be creative and do music how you love to do music. Facts. What is on your next thing to accomplish as far as goals and whatnot? Man, it's it's more music. I want to go on tour as well. Um, cause now that I have the, the, the world listening, I have a lot more to offer and I'm going to be dishing it out back to back. So it's more music, it's more tours. Uh, I'm getting into fashion as well, getting into the tech space. Um, cause like I said, man, it's the Afro spirits, like yeah. it's, it's bigger than music. And I'm trying to like, you know, communicate that. And I'm also trying to educate, um, America and the world about like the Afro spirit and, you know, making them understand that, you know, this is not a box. This is not an Afrobeat category. This is music. This is black music. And this is what we have to offer. Yeah. And it's yeah, culture. It's culture. Yeah. Yeah. And you can feel it. You can feel it in the vibes. Facts. So can we talk about when's the next project? When's it dropping? All that good stuff? Yes. Yes. Um, there's an EP dropping on the 10th of February. Just so in like, time for Valentine's yeah, Day. Just exactly. And <laughs> exactly. by the way, how you how you maneuvering with Valentine's Day? You write oh, you used to write poetry for girls. Oh. So I know everybody hitting your line. I need matter of fact, can you give me a couple of uh couple of things I could text right Yo. away, you know? Say send me something sweet <laughs> to oh, send man, my baby. Hilarious. Like, hey, let me just drop you a couple of lines. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm single right now, so like Valentine is going to be a lot of self-love and a lot of fun. Now love. that means your date. That means someone, you get a little something, something, you get a little something, something, you can spread the 
love yeah, and it's okay. Yeah. Hey, I'm on my Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, right you, now. Get, Everybody you get something. You get something. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, like, you know, feels a single, you know, just you know, yeah. sharing love with everybody and with the tribe and with the fans. Um, I dropped a single a couple of days ago called Stand By You. Um, I call it um, SSM Music. Um, I don't know if I can say that on air. Yeah, but like, you can say it. Yeah, Go so ahead. it's called it's called slow stroke music. Ooh, yeah, okay. and it's for, yeah. All right, so we yeah. know what that means. Exactly. Get into it. All exactly. right, it's tested and trusted as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's stand by you. You know, the the EP drops in a couple of days, and it's gonna be beautiful. It's called Feels Good. And, you know, I'm trying to um, communicate different feelings. So there's the lover boy feeling. That's why you have songs like the slow stroke, uh, slow stroke music, Stand uh-huh. By You. There's a song called Feels Like Summer. And um, there's, you know, the bad boy feeling where, you know, you have finesse. Yeah. Or you just want to be in the club and pop bottles and just hang out. You have balling. You have a song called Pablo Escobar. Yeah. And there's the, then there's the tribal, the home um, feeling the culture of feeling yeah. where you have songs like Ewele and songs like Emilayemi. So like the EP is spread into three different feeling and they all feels good. Yeah, and That's it all the... kind of just have one sonic sound to it. Fact. Wow. I can't wait to check it out. Yes. I'm excited. It's amazing. I'm really proud of it. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I'm going on vacation. That's when I like to... All, when I go on vacation, all I listen to is... Well, I'm going to change my narrative. Afro spirit music. Instead of instead that's of uh, Afro beats, Ooh, Afro spirit music. Yes, yes. It's just it's just a vibe. It puts yeah. you in that space. Well, congratulations on everything. I'm excited. So February much. 10th, everybody. What's the name of the EP? Feels Good. Feels Good is yeah. available. Thank you so much for stopping by. You have Appreciate been a pleasure it. to speak with. Thank you so and, much. And um, don't do too much slow stroking on Valentine's Day, okay? <laughs> Save a little bit of that, all right? I'll try, I'll try, I'll try. All right, all right. it's Hot 97, everybody. Thank you so much for tapping in with me. It's TT Torad, and this is Tap In with TT. Make sure you subscribe. Will you do that, please? Thank you.